So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. So how good was Saban? Uh, try this. For six years, they led the country in defense. <laughs> and then for, let's see, that's 2011, they were Pretty good. allowed three yards of play. Pretty good. Pitched a shutout in the championship game. Okay? So then you fast forward to the years of 2008 to 2000 let's see it's 2008 to 2017 they were first or second in defense 2018 to 2022 they were in the top 5 all those years in offense adaptability how about that yeah that's now that's coaching and i yeah. thought he did a really good job this year because you know, I thought they were a mess last year. Alabama, no, I I didn't think that. They were a mess. Well, they, they were. were a, they were, they were a Texas. penalty. Yeah. No, no, I'm not about last, the year, not this past season, the previous year. Okay. It was the worst-looking Bama team that I had seen. They were penalized all the time. They got lucky to win. And I remember they were in Austin at 18 penalties. Right, and it took them a, a They a, lost a to Tennessee play. and had 19 penalties. Yeah. And they they were a wreck. Everyone's talking about, I don't know, I don't know, maybe we've lost it. They Texas rolls them, beats them by double digits. Their quarterback is awful. Uh, should have been benched, but they had no options. They do bench him. The other guy's just as bad. They go back to him. Next thing you know, they turn into an offensive machine. They do. And they are... They're an eyelash away from beating Michigan. Well, they had a, they had a chance to I mean, go in and score on the, on, on the on the punt on the, the that the the that guy takes one one more step back. Alabama's in the championship game. Safety, yeah. It was a safety late in the now, game. Yeah, I, I you know I think a lot of people are going to still be screaming about the the I guess it would have been no, it's the overtime call. Overtime to Jalen Milrow quarterback draw or whatever right. that stupid Went, thing and, was, and they still contend it was there, but they blamed it on a low snap and ironically of the center. Goodbye, good night. He's in the transfer portal for Alabama. Well, he can't snap. He can't snap. At least that game he didn't yeah. know how. No. But that's not why that play didn't work. That play was blown up. Well, a lot of the Alabama folk and even the Bama staff said well, it was there, but the timing was off. I thought it was a terrible play, too, myself. Ed, up the middle. Did you see all the dark jerseys right oh, in the middle of it? Oh, I did. I saw the pile of right. big pile. Yeah. But either way, I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, we're never going to, I mean, you know, people may forget how close they were to winning that game. Yeah. Well, listen, remember how Michigan started? First play of the game, there was an interception, but yeah. the Alabama guy's foot was out. Yeah. And Alabama at times were just, Milrow was looking, looking, and then running for gaping yards against against Michigan. I, mean, I could do this forever, but listen to this. It goes 2008, 12-2, 14-0, 10-3, 12-1, 13-1, 11-2, 12-2, 14-1, 14-1, 14-1, 13-1, 14-1. 
11 and 2, 13 and 0, 13 and 2, 11 and 2 and 12 and 2. So who gets the job? Who gets the job? Which one of Jimmy Sexton's clients gets the right. job? Uh Kaylin DeBoer from Washington? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, I would I, He's in the mix. Dan Lanning it's says, all, look, he Dan didn't Lanning want it. said no. No, Oregon coach and he was a former Saban assistant. He said, no, I'm staying at Oregon. I don't blame him. No, Oregon's a great a great position. And they're going to the Big Ten, which is going to be just as good as the SEC. And as you mentioned yesterday, the pressure of following a legend is going to yeah. be immense. You wouldn't want any part of it. Going to be immense. You wouldn't want any part of it. It's not. No matter what. I mean, what, are you going to beat these numbers? 14, I mean, what, look what I just said. From 2015 on, it's 14-1, 14-1, 13-1, 14-1. <laughs> I just keep going. And that was all that's pre, hanging over your head. Pre NIL, pre transfer yeah. portal. I, I, I mean, you Dan Lanning can make as much money. I, I, Kalen DeBoer can probably make more money at Michigan, and not have to deal with following a legend, the game's yeah. greatest coach. And Kalen DeBoer seems a more a, a better fit at Michigan right. when Harbaugh goes because he's his a entire, Midwestern his, guy. His entire career's been there, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, South Dakota and it's all that stuff. Boy. He did... There's football in South he did, Dakota? He, yeah. Oh, yeah, Division Two. He won Division Two. Then he went to Indiana. That's where he got yeah. uh, Penix. Michael yeah. Penix, yeah. yeah. When he was an office coordinator at Indiana. You know, I mean, I, I, I kind of... a. It almost seems like a no-brainer. Well, Paul Feinbaum mentioned D'Amico Ryans. Hmm. Uh, why? Would D'Amico Ryan's want to do that? No. Why? He's had a he's got he's got a hell of a bright future you think? at Houston with CJ <laughs> Stroud. Think? Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be the coach of the year this year. Yeah. He's gonna have the rookie of the year. And he might have the defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. And he won a division championship in a city that has not even sniffed any good news. Hungry, hungry in football. Yeah. No. I, I, mean, I, agree. I, I mean, I don't blame Alabama for calling, obviously. But that would be a hard no, I would think. Yeah, that would be a hard no for me because this guy's been He's in pro, pro football guy. a lot. Yeah. Was it San Francisco all those years, yeah, I, defensive coordinator? No, I mean, normally you'd say get out of Houston whenever you can, but there is, it's there's, all good for him. There's light at the end of the tunnel with Absolutely. that job now with CJ Stroud. It's all good for him. Yeah, and the, the fans are back, everything's back. You've got a goofball family, you know, that owns a team, but if they let you alone, you're going to be fine. They're the organization that has always done everything wrong, and right now, everything is right. Right. Because of him and C.J. Stroud. You have... I'm sorry, is C.J. Stroud out of the top five in quarterbacks? Is he? Probably not. No. Of course yeah. not. Right. Oh, top five? Yeah. You think? He's, he's close. He's a top, okay. he's a top eight. You've got... You've got a rock star quarterback, right? I mean, you've got he's got everything, and you got a young. He's defense. smart. He know you know he's he's just polished. He's yeah. it's all good, man. I, I no no. I mean, you won your division, and and Jacksonville is a for whatever reason they've got issues. Mm-hmm. No, you don't leave there. No, you don't leave there. No. I'm thinking uh, Kiffin, the nomad. He will, would do it. He would do it. He just would do it. He would he piss would off have, those people in he, Ole Miss. He would have the stones to do it. He wouldn't think twice about following Saban. He gets it. Former Saban assistant. Yeah, he gets the environment, and he'd take it. He would take it. He would. Oddly enough, 
people like Dan Lanning and D'Amico Ryans are going to say, I'm good, man. Yeah, and Steve Sarkeesian, I think. Is going to say no. Quinn Ewers would not be staying at UTS. Unless they were both going together. Yeah, and they're not going together. No, he said he's no, staying. No, it, yeah. would be, it would be crazy. He would. Well, uh, Quinn Ewers would take a pay cut if he went. There's no. There's, well, yeah. Well, we'd take a pay cut. Well, there's no, do you have any Aston Martins in Alabama? No. You got. You what do got, you have? You got whatever. Taurus? Taurus, baby. You got, <laughs> yes. you got Chevy. You got Shelby Silverados out the wazoo. Um, you take a pay cut. Lane Kiffin would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. He'd be there right now. I think he Dabba, might be there right now. I, I think Dabo would do oh, it, too. God. I think Dabo would do it, because, but the risk with Dabo is, Dabo can is... He, can he do his uh, Dab- sermons there, too? Yes, he's in Alabama. Okay. But see, Dabo has not embraced NIL or transfer portal. He does, He hates that stuff. Well, he's in a poor school in a poor state. But he still hates it. Oh, okay. No, I know he does. But he probably hates it because... He can't get in it. He lost the defensive back to Texas this year. The guy kid from what I'm LBK. saying is, even if Dabo Sweeney, again, I don't fault the position because I think it's a it's a an out of control setup that's a recipe for disaster. That said, even if Dabo Sweeney loved it, who was he going to call with any money? What is that school? What is that state? You talking Clemson, South yeah, Carolina? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking. Yes. Yeah, a few wealthy people there, but not many not wealthy many. people there. Okay, you think there's Aston Martins there? <sighs> no. <laughs> right, exactly. No Aston Martins there. So, I mean, of course he would take the Alabama. Of course he would. I think the shine is off Dabo at Clemson. He, he He's in an inferior conference, with all due respect, Mac Brown, an inferior yeah. conference with, with the ACC. And uh, I just don't think... He played are we there. Try, are we trying to make the case that the hiring is going to be a little bit more difficult than people think? No, I don't think it's going to be difficult. Well, it's if, it is because the top two guys, top three guys mm-hmm. on their list, I think are going to say no. Mm-hmm. If this is true, what's what some people are saying? D'Amico Ryan says I would assume is going to say no. Yeah, I assume Steve Sarkeesian says no, and Dan Lanning already did. Yeah, I'm Jim looking. Harbaugh is not coming. No, Jim Harbaugh is not going there. No, we know where he's headed. Bill Belichick. Oh, Alabama. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yes. 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 Bill Belichick. What a great recruiter he'd be. Interesting schedule for Alabama next year. I just peered at it. Peered. Peered. Interesting. They opened the year against Western Kentucky. Oh, okay. Then September 7th, USF, South Florida. Mm -hmm. September 14th at Wisconsin, getting better but not very good. September 28th, at home against Georgia. They play at Tennessee. They host Missouri. They play at LSU. They play at OU. And then uh, the Iron Bowl. So it's a, it's, they got Georgia back on. They got yeah. Georgia and LSU on the schedule. I, I, you know, I think you, um, you've mentioned him a few times. It's probably not a bad idea. That dude at Missouri. Yeah. Even though it's sort of retro football, he's obviously done well. He knows the league. I, I assume he knows the landscape. Yeah. I, mean, I, just, I think it's probably important that you know have to have somebody who knows the league and knows what they're getting into. Yeah. And that, that's where Lane Kiffin would make perfect sense. It's, I, the, Eli the job, the job doesn't feel too big for yeah. Lane Kiffin and the, and the Saban thing. He mm-hmm. might pop off and say something terrible, but by and large, he, he, he can handle it, I think. Eli's 40 years. He's only 40 years old. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. All he right. did a hell of a job yeah, at Missouri. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, I realized he was a former head coach at Appalachian State. I'm going to push for I'm going to push for Saban. 
Push for Saban? Yeah. What do you mean, push for Saban? Saban's going to have to keep saying Saban. Saban to Alabama. Saban to Alabama. Wait a minute. Saban's leaving Alabama. I, I meant, I meant uh, par, uh, Belichick. I'm sorry. Belichick. <laughs> the two of them together today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Belichick to Alabama. <laughs> is John Gruden's name going to come up anywhere? No. 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 It is not. It is not. It is It is not, not coming up. Nope. Nope. He wishes it would come up. Yep, but, but it's not. His agent's probably called ESPN or Fox and, hey. No. Alabama called nope. John. Nope. That's, uh, I, I can recruit against that. <clears throat> that would not be difficult. Alabama, you would not want to invite that one. That would be easy to recruit no, against. You don't want to do that at all. So, um I think Belichick, you know, this all this talk about Atlanta, this talk about Washington. I think Washington's dead end. I just think that is a that is a lot of work to fix that. Talking to Washington Commanders, Commanders. is it is an uphill deal. That's a that's a multi year project. Yeah, not for a guy who's seventy one years old no, who's no. looking for thirteen wins to tie John yeah, Schuler. He wants is his fourteen. He just wants move on. fourteen wins. Is he it will 14 move or 13? on. He's at three thirty three. It's fourteen to tie. Shula's at 347. 13. 13 to tie. 14 to tie. How many years does it take? At, uh, where do we have him? Washington, that takes that takes three years. At yeah. San Diego, uh, excuse me, the Chargers, that takes two, two. two years. Two years. Yeah, at Philadelphia, that takes... Two? Two years. Yeah. Atlanta, maybe three? Atlanta... Atlanta, maybe two years with that Mickey Mouse lame ass division. Yeah, yeah, it may be. So if he coaches at Alabama, those don't count, I guess. No, they wouldn't, Jeff. Oh, no, shoot. this is on the National Football. Oh, League. okay. Now this year, Atlanta won seven games. Washington, which you lost your bet, won four games. The Chargers won. Good God, how many games did the Chargers win? You know, and I'm, I'm looking say five at or six, five games yeah, yeah, with that talent <laughs> and that quarterback, the highest paid quarterback on the planet. They won five games. They almost beat Dallas. Where's Brandon Staley? Where's Brandon Staley? I, I do not think he's going to get a job. Agents calling Bama right now. Uh, at Jeff Ward show, does Belichick live near Philadelphia? I thought he lived in Massachusetts. I'm assuming you're talking about Philadelphia. Well, yeah, I'm talking about Philadelphia. Yeah. And I'm assuming he does live in Massachusetts. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. He probably needs to. Well, he's got a summer home in Nantucket. He doesn't have that. Somebody else does. She's got it. Yeah. She's uh what do they call those? Uh, squatter? You know, I don't know if she's designated a squatter or not, Jeff. I would designate her that. Apparently, he's asked her to leave, and she's not leaving yet. Well, he's got nowhere to go now, so she's got to get out. He's, he's got nowhere to go. He's got nowhere to go. He's yes, I, I I don't mean he's like in a suburb of Philadelphia. I'm just saying that it's uh, it's close. It's closer than I don't see Bill Belichick in L.A. I'm sorry, I just I don't. You know, I need to see him and I and a shirt where it's raining on him and he's got like icicles on his ears and stuff. I need to see the homeless looking Bill Belichick at his best. I do not need to see him in the sunshine. I just don't. I don't think he knows what. I don't think a seventy-one-year-old guy. Well, I'm not being an ageist. There you are. I don't think a seventy-one-year-old guy fits in with that football team. The Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. <sighs> That's ageist of you. It is ageist, but yeah. I hate to be I, that. I, way. I don't think you're wrong though. Um, I, I just, I'm stuck. I, I could see that working in Philadelphia. I could. 
it's not hard to get Philadelphia to work. I mean, that's a good. That, their secondary is terrible, and that's really the only thing that's bad about them, other than their psychological problems. Psychological problems. Yeah, they got psychological problems. Okay, something. Well, I mean, something's going on. In that something's going room. on. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Something is way off. You, they're not that bad. Mm-hmm. They're no, bu- they're lose. They're behind to the Giants, twenty-seven to zero. With Tyrod Taylor was a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Something's wrong. The Giants are literally playing out the string. They yeah. don't give a rip. They don't give a rip. And you're still playing for a chance for to your win life. Yeah. For your division. Yeah. So for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and you lay you lay down. Yeah, you, you probably they I, I don't know if old school Belichick is the right call, but something. Something. I don't know if I'd bring with with Mike Vrabel in the market. Mike Vrabel might be a better fit for Philadelphia than Bill Belichick. Defense, yeah, defense. They they need they need some kind of they need direction, common sense, right? Um, you know, all of a sudden, if if Sirianni got fired and you're the Eagles, you know, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I stop and listen to that too. Mm-hmm. That's too good of an organization in a city that loves football. And right. That's a good. That's that's a team that should be good. That's a that's team, a team that, that was good. Right, because you've got the pieces there. Yeah, and you got Philly, the quarterback. Yeah. I just think that Washington is dead in. You're yeah. gonna, that's going to be a, still a revolving door. No. Atlanta, as much as Arthur Blank wants it to be special, you know, he's got a lot of dough, but they just need a quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback and a good coach, and they have an easy division. I just, if I were one of these guys that have all this, you know, they're in these great positions, Belichick, Harbaugh, Rabel, wouldn't you want to go somewhere where you already have a quarterback? Yes. I mean, that's a, that's, that is a real hit or miss. I don't think Harbaugh nor Belichick would want to go and say, hey, Desmond, you know. Yeah. Desmond Ritter at Atlanta. And then you got to go draft somebody yeah. and you got to get that right. Yeah. I'd rather just have, I'd rather have a Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert and know what I've got now. Life's a lot easier, it seems like. Yeah. Or Dak Prescott. Dak you Prescott. You heard me. You know where I'm going. Dak Prescott. You know where I'm going. I know where you're going. And that's been, I've heard that, you know, around the block today, too. Oh, what block? Around every block. What show? Yeah. Every, Other shows? It was at lunch today. I heard talk about that. That, what were they saying? Just saying if anything happens. If anything happens. If anything happens. If anything happens, they have a new coach. They have a new coach, and, you know, they had Parcells, and Parcells was a control guy. And Parcells and Jerry seemed to work things out, even though they never won a they didn't Super win Bowl. Anything. They didn't win anything. I know. I do not think that Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones would work. You know, it might work because I think Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft used to be so close, and Jerry and Bobby Kraft are so close. Yeah, but Bob, we saw today the difference between Bob Kraft and Jerry Jones. Bob Kraft said three nice things and walked off the and stage. walked off the stage. Yeah. It was over. It was well done. It was classy. Yeah, Jerry Jones would still be talking. I loved him. I loved him a yeah. lot. Yeah, and Bill likes to have that control, even though he needs to recognize over the last since Tom Brady well, left. If you go to Dallas, there's not much more in personnel you need to do. It's kind of sad. Same thing with Philadelphia to me. Right. You Same don't thing. Have to, there's not a whole lot. In fact, the window for both of them is very narrow, but it's pretty good for the next couple of years. Yeah. And then it closes. Yeah. Oh, boy. And he, he would get his 14 wins in a hurry. He would. And then and he be would. be done with it. 
right? The sunset. The sunset, the yeah. The sunset. Get there two years, get your 14, and then go and hang her, whatever stripper name or her. What is her, your friend, the stripper, washed up stripper. I've got to look up her name. Yeah. You know, she's still in Nantucket, where it's going to be really cold this week. He can weekend. move on from her. Move on. He from has her. his legends, and you know it's intact. He's got all the wins, and he can move on from her. He needs to find a girlfriend like Robert Kraft's wife, thirty-three years younger. She makes her own money. She's a doctor. Needs to find a woman like that. Have a guy cleaning the pool. Have a guy cleaning the pool. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going on that. Okay. <laughs> this is one zero two seven ESPN. Don't forget, we've got two football games on Saturday. We've got Cleveland. We haven't talked about that much. <sighs> Shoot. Cleveland and Joe yeah, Flacco versus yeah. the Houston Texans on the mm-hmm. Late Show mm-hmm. here on 102 where you can you can listen free. free. You don't have to pay on Peacock. Well, we should do like you Peacock. What? <laughs> Charge me. Miami at Kansas City. And again, I'll be at Dirty Martins for our Saturday shows on our sister, sister station, KLBJ. Come and watch all the games with us as we do our radio broadcast 5 to 7 from Dirty Martins Place on Guadalupe. And we'll have more. On 1027 Plus, we'll read some of your new (laughs) things from X after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Back on the show. Big Voice introduces one more time. Come on, step on up, Big Voice. Talk more. Get those pipes out. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Thank you, Big Voice. Uh, golf news. They're playing. Oh the, gosh. They're playing the Hawaiian Open today in Honolulu, and uh, it's kind of a cool story to me. Probably not to Jeff because he's not a golf fan. Two former Longhorns, Pearson Cootie and Parker Cootie, the sons of your friend. You know Kyle Cootie. You went to school with I Kyle. Know, I know. And the grandson of Charlie Cootie, the former Masters champion. Pearson qualified for the tournament because of his finish on the web.com. He's now official member of the PGA Tour. His brother Parker qualified in the Tuesday qualifying, so they're both in the field, and they both tee off within the hour in Honolulu. You can see that tonight on the Golf Channel, which is really, really kind of cool. Did you see this story about Hawaii today? Did you see this? The Last Princess of Hawaii. Did you read about this? It's fascinating to me. The Last Princess <laughs> of Hawaii. She she died. She's like a 90-year-old woman. She left $40 million to her wife, she married a woman a few years ago, a why much did, younger woman. Why do you have to go AM radio on her? She married. Well, she married. One Newsmax. On she her. married a woman, and she left her forty million dollars, and she left a hundred million dollars to support native causes, as her two hundred and fifty million dollar estate is finally settled. One year after the death, she was ninety six years old. This is like the the storyline in one of my favorite George Clooney movies. You don't watch a lot of movies. Did you see The Descendants? Garrett, did you see The Descendants? Nope. Shaley nope. Woodley, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I it was really hard to predict that answer. It was The Descendants about a family in Hawaii. They, they, the family owned a bunch of land like this woman. I think she's related to King Kamehameha. And owned a bunch of land, and they wanted to develop it, and George Clooney had control. <laughs> George Clooney had control of the estate and said no to the development. Well, it's, it's just interesting, Jeff. Okay. I know. I try to broaden my horizons with stories <laughs> I know you about did. other things, except that was, besides Nick Saban. That, I will say, okay. Bill fair, Belichick. That was very broad. Yes. Um, and it tied in with the Hawaiian Open. It, it didn't. It Not tied really. in it with the It was a horrible brothers. segue. The Cootie Brothers that tied in with that. You yeah. started by saying, this is a great story. The princess... Come on, ma'am. Yeah. Listen. Um, she was married to a woman, which is fine. 
It's fine. No, it's not fine and, with you. And she it's got not. It's she got a bunch of dough, not. and now why did the, she? You know, I, I don't like royalty. You know really? that about me. She was not. A, she was not an official. She was unofficial. Uh, well, somebody gave her the money. What did she do to earn it? She had good Answer. genes. Her 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 grandfather was a sugarcane guy. Okay. In Hawaii, she sugarcane's big there. Sugarcane and pineapple, Jeff. Huh. Sugarcane, pineapple, and now tourism. Okay. Okay. Now tourism, never before. No, now it's tourism. Anything? Well, it's relatively yeah. in the last one hundred years, Jeff. Uh, what's interesting about that? Absolutely. Because this the the estate was so massive. Yeah. Okay. Massive estate. Yeah. And she gave a hundred million dollars to support well, good for Hawaiian her. culture. I'm, I'm yeah. so happy with that. Yeah. Where can I give? Well, you can give to the Maui Fund for those poor people okay. in Lahaina. Which is a good cause. Which is a great cause. Yep. Because those people are really still hurting over that there. That was awful. It was awful. Devastating. Yeah. And now, sadly, those people in the real estate there, as you know, is I so precious know. and so wealthy. I know nothing wealthy. about Hawaii. And what I'm going to say is I don't think you do either. But right no, now, I you're like Cliff Clavin. I, I was, I was <laughs> in Hawaii last summer, about two weeks after the fire. Not on Maui. I was on the Big Island. Okay. But, but Lahaina, yeah. the village... The real estate is so expensive, and yeah. families who've been there for 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years are having to leave now because they have nothing, and big developers are buying up the land over there in Lahaina. See. Anybody tweeting about this? Anybody want to tweet about this? Anybody know, want to know what just happened? Well, Hawaii. The audience is I, I want to talk about Hawaii. It's just Hawaiian Open. And you know, the audience is saying, what is going on right they're now? They're saying aloha. That's what they're no, saying. No, no. They're saying, what in the hell is that man talking about? Just trying to expand your horizons. It was. Man. It was. You're right. I'm narrow. Yeah. Very narrow. narrow on Hawaii. Very, I'm, I don't know much. Um, at Jeff Ward's show... At Ed's underscore Jeff's underscore son. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gruden sneaking his way back to the NFL? Question mark. No. 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 Roger no, no, Goodell no, won't no. allow it. No, no, no. It is a fascinating story once you get past the N-bombs and stuff about how mafia-like... This story of John Gruden and what and why it came about. Ooh. It, it 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 almost takes as long as Ed's Hawaiian thing he just did, but Honolulu. it really is a remarkable insider train wreck. Mm-hmm. John Gruden got caught up, and I'm not defending John. For those that don't know, John Gruden was working for ESPN, making was the highest paid employee at ESPN at one time. Then got Raiders, the Raiders. Job. Raiders hire him, pay him a bunch of money. I can't even remember if things were going well or not. I don't. Even they remember. were going well. Yeah, I thought so. They were. John going Gruden's well. a very good football coach. John Gruden's brother was the head coach of the then Redskins. Right. Jay. They, they would swap email and yuck it up, and Gruden apparently had some issues. And Gruden would would exchange emails with the general manager, who yeah. was a friend. Right, and so. Gruden would drop in bombs. He would make uh, homophobic slurs, all kinds of stuff. And you're th- on people, private emails. On private emails, exactly. Right. Well, the reason why he got caught up in the outing of Dan Snyder, the owner, former owner. of the Washington football team. Yeah. Dan Snyder and the NFL, the, the NFL wanted Dan Snyder out for a number of reasons. Dan Snyder became paranoid and was trying to dig up dirt on everyone he could to stop them so he would have leverage when they tried to run him out. Jerry Jones, 
uh, Roger Goodell, anybody and everybody he could, he would dig up dirt on them. So he had these private investigators and all these people just digging up all they could. Well, the NFL's doing the same thing to him. Yeah. They're digging up dirt on him to get rid of him. He's digging up dirt on everyone else to say, you come after me, I'll tell the world what you've done, Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell. So, so in the process of digging up dirt, he compiled and gathered up, and the NFL did the same, thousands of emails. Somewhere along the way... From the Washington organization. Washington yeah. organization. Yeah. So everyone, both sides are digging up emails to catch the other guy doing terrible things, of which Snyder did plenty. He was a perv. Mm-hmm. Caught up in that, all of a sudden popping out are John Gruden's N-bombs, John Gruden's homophobic slurs, John Gruden's this and that. It Then somebody said, hey, and I believe it was the Washington Post, because they're trying to dig up stories on Dan Snyder. Hey, look at this. John Gruden's yeah. like, was he a raging racist? Yeah. Or making racist jokes at the very least. It came out, boom, done. He got fired. And and he only got fired because they weren't looking to get him. He got caught up in a crossfire of the emails. Of, of emails yeah. of the NFL trying to get Snyder and Snyder trying to get dirt on everyone else. Right. So it's a bizarre story. Yeah. He is now in the process of suing the NFL <clears throat> and he's gonna get settled. They're gonna settle it. He's gonna he get a lot too. of money. And he will not he will be like Colin Kaepernick. He will he disappear. Persona non grata. With a lot of money. Yeah, with a whole bunch of money. Yep. But his livelihood is gone because he was a really fine coach. Yeah. Thought he could have been the Longhorn coach I many thought he times. could, too. I advocated for him, actually. And also, he was great on television. Camp Camp Gruden, all the quarterback yeah, deal, he would yeah, break down. That and that was good. good. It was pretty, you're right. He was pretty good. It's, um, and so, yes, he is going to disappear with the giant stash of money. Yeah, and he'll never be he'll never be an NFL coach again. You can't. That, Here, that here's ship has passed. Yeah, well, there's no way you could hire him because the comments are going to follow him. Well, sure, in a time and when 70% they, of right. your players are black, they're going to go, "Hey. Hey, bud, wh- what is he doing here? Right. How are you going to answer for that? He's got no answer." During the time of DEI, diversity, and you see that on the field, you see it on the the helmets, all the stuff. There's no way that he's going to be ever. No. In the mix no. for anything. No. He's much like Art Bryles. He will never be in the mix. But Art Bryles, for another reasons, with things yeah. that went on at Waco. Yeah. Yeah. They'll never... I think, it would, I think it would even be... I think John Gruden is a tougher hire even than Art Bryles. Oh, I think so. Because... It would be impossible yeah. for him to coach. Right. They're going to go... Play, any black player is going to say... You said about this? You said that about that? Wait, 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 man. You can't... Yeah. You, you can't, can't be that. here... Yeah, it's even uh, in a private email. That's that I know, I know. Was not uh, so private. It's it, but he was not. You know, crazy thing is, he, no one was going after John Gruden. John Gruden got caught up in everyone right. else going after each other, and it right. happened to be that his brother and the general manager, he was communicating with them. Yeah, um, it was a you know the amount of email that was compiled. By both sides. Dan Snyder digging up dirt. Dan Snyder had a private investigator going after Jerry Jones, which mm-hmm. isn't hard to do. Oh, well, Can you imagine that? That's when the illegitimate child came forward mm-hmm. with the airline, what somebody, woman worked in the airline in Arkansas. Her mom, Jerry, met the mom, obviously, mm-hmm. more than met her. She worked at the ticket counter at your favorite, American Airlines in Little Rock. In Little Rock, yeah. And, and there's a daughter. And there's a daughter, and Jerry paid her off, and they mm-hmm. played Hush Money she years ago. She got a Range Rover for her 16th birthday. 
Yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. But she's not in the draft room. She's not in there with all the other kids and grandkids going, no, Granddad. But yeah. she's driving nice cars she's and probably living a nice condo. Probably is living a nice condo. Yeah, John Gruden will never, he will not have to work again because that's what NFL owners do. They have to either kill you or pay you. Jeff, today, your favorite tight end in the league said, I have no reason to stop playing football. 34-year-old Travis Kelsey said, I have no desire to stop anytime soon, nor should he. Well, how does he feel about dating Yoko Swifto? In this story, which is sports-related, it does not refer anything to what you have dubbed the great Taylor Swift, Yoko Swifto. He did... He did not have the greatest production this year. He did not. The offense Ed, is Ed, struggling. He had one, Ed one touchdown once the relationship was outed. Oh, boy. Tell me that's yo- not Yoko Swifto. Oh, boy. Huh? All things can change on the frigid tundra of Kansas City. What if he shut out in that game? Will you then on Monday say Yoko Swifto? No. You want to make a bet? I bet you a bottle of Bonanza, he will catch at least one patch. Write it oh, down, shut Garrett. Up. <laughs> Write it down, Garrett. It's like, That's oh, a bet. That is not a bet. That's stupid. Catch one pass. Catch one pass. You want to bet on whether it's two touchdowns? No. Okay. I he don't. has one touchdown since they started dating. Ugh. What if they lose? They're not going to lose. Will you then on Monday, will you say Yoko Swifto? I will say, I'll say it right now Yoko Swifto. I will. If they lose on Monday, I will say it's because of Taylor Swift. I will say that. I will not say that now. I will not say that now. Well, would you agree that something's off? Undoubtedly. Okay. But sadly, it's with the entire offense. I know. I know. Especially with those dropsy wide receivers. I agree. They miss Tyreek Hill like crazy. By the way, Tyreek, I read a story today. Gonna have to build a new house. It's all destroyed. all gone. All gone. Yeah. Good gosh, man. It's all gone. I gotta, you got to admire that guy for his uh, focus at work. Oh, yeah. His off the field problems are pretty remarkable. Yeah. It's uh, it never stops. Children, a lot of children out there. And then one child gets. Remember a that he was going to be porn. He wanted to get in porn movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, my I dropped off a child today at school who's wearing a Taylor Swift really? hoodie. Yes, of all of her concerts. Yeah, really. Now, Tell what, you, I have a child that can wear Taylor Swift stuff every day of the week. Really, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cute hoodie. Jalen Hurt has not thrown a pass yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah, because his coach put him back in the game with a broken finger. He dislocated the middle finger yeah. on his Sorry, throwing dislocated. hand. Excuse me. Here's the one he dislocated right here. Yeah, right there, that yeah, middle well. finger. Why? What? What are they thinking? Yeah, you know? they put him back in the game. His coach put him back in the game in a game that they're getting rolled against the Giants. Mm. Well, let me let me let me amend this. He did sh- throw a very short pass to <laughs> fellow quarterback Marcus Mariota during ball security drill. A pass. A pass. Before that, it's he Thursday. had thrown a pass since Sunday. It's Thursday. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do you think Marcus Mariota and the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's possible because Tampa Bay's not that good. Marcus Mariota hasn't played hardly any in a couple of years. Hard play anything. So, would you like to bet? No. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bet you tomorrow. You're going to bet me that Marcus Mariota is going to beat Tampa Bay. I'm going to I'm going to bet you tomorrow that Philadelphia will beat Tampa Bay by by more than three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
Marcus Mariota is going to carry you to victory. He's going to have like 30 carries. No. Yeah, he no, is. There's going to be. He's going to have 30 carries. Jalen Hurts will play hurt. Hurt, hurt will play hurt on Sunday. Good Lord. I would, I, 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 I would not just, like that if I were his agent or his teammate, man. This I, floors me that Philadelphia is in this position. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy. It's one and, of the great, craziest meltdowns of all time. And I'm with you. Nick Seriano, I think he's got to go if they lose on Monday because that ship is rotten. Yeah. They've got they've got a they've got a reset and Jeffrey Laurie can do that. He can do that. Yes, you came close to a Super Bowl win. If if Philadelphia would have won a Super yeah. Bowl, he gets a pass. Yeah, I mean, they, they if the Philadelphia Eagles are coming off a loss at Tampa Bay, that's six of the final seven, and the only reason why it's not seven in a row is because they bombed a fifty-nine yard field goal in the rain. Um, that's six of that's seven of your last eight. Including a loss to Tampa Bay, how is your off season going to be? Mm. You think they're going to like that in Philadelphia? You think it's going to be a pleasant off season? Oh gosh, it's not pleasant right now. No, it's a nightmare now. And Terrible. he's fired as many coaches as he can. Yeah. So, I no. I, Man, I, I, you so. don't. Bring, you don't. Bring, I mean, it's crazy to say, but I just don't think you can bring him back. We will have more on one zero two seven ESPN right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Uh, your home for NFL playoff action is 1027 ESPN. Coming up on Saturday, the Browns at the Texans. That's the first game of the day. Give Joe the line, Flacco. Give me, the line, give me the line on that. That line is uh, Texans plus two and a half. Texans plus two and a half. Joe Flacco, the ageless wonders against the hot Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. We're going to pick them tomorrow. I just, I think it's a, uh, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. The Late Show. I hope so. Yeah, the Late Show on Peacock. Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs still favored by four and a half, but that number is going up. It started at one. Now it's four and a half. Wonder why? Weather. Oh, stop with your weather no, obsession. No, I'm not stopping with the weather oh obsession. God, you got a guy. Am I going to say it again? You got a guy who played high school football at Honolulu High. And he's handing off. Who played. He's got to do more than that, man. No. He played in the south of Tuscaloosa. Now he plays at Miami. His record is not very good in the months of December and January because he doesn't play right. well in cold weather. Let me stop you for just a second. Stop me. I last don't care. Year, last year. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Last year, it wasn't Tua, a guy from Hawaii, but the Miami Dolphins went on the road to Buffalo, which is north of Kansas City, I should tell you. Usually a pretty cold place, and I believe it was like minus whatever. And they sh- they, they all but beat the Bills then. I hate to tell you something, but it's not going to be as cold as it's, it was not as cold in Buffalo as cold as it's going to oh be. Oh, my God. Have, Here we go. I'm like, you like a, the grandma with the weather channel. I've got a winter weather advisory. Jeez. Thursday night, it's going to be 18 degrees. Could That's be 14 tonight. here on Tuesday. Chance of snow is 60%. Snow accumulations up to one inch, my friend. Okay, great. Saturday, guess what the high temperature is going to be in, in, in Kansas I City? I don't know. I don't care. Garrett, what's the high temperature going to be? Just guess, Garrett. Just please, please say something. Garrett, what's Make it going to be? stop. 40 it's Jeez. going to be seven, Garrett. The high temperature <laughs> is seven, and the overnight low is minus eight. It's a night game, so it's going to be zero. Miami, 
or minus slow and took them to the very end. Just saying, last year, this is a playoff game. This is it, Kansas it was a playoff City. game last year when they went without Tua. Okay, uh, Joe Flacco's nine-year gap between playoff starts is the second longest in NFL history. Wow, I'm trying to think who's that's got. I wondered the same myself. Earl I, Morrill. Wait, what? Earl Morrill, when he played Super Bowl for the Baltimore Colts against Jim Hudson and Joe Willie Namath in 69? Well, no, that's not correct. Okay, that's a good guess, though. This is actually kind of interesting. Joe Flacco will start for the Browns in a playoff game against the Texans on Saturday, nine years after he started a playoff game on January 10 of 2015 for the Ravens. Uh, remember, he went on that incredible run in the playoffs where he threw, I don't think he had an interception. The nine-year gap between playoff starts is the second longest in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll give you a hint. Blank started a playoff game for the Chicago Bears on January 3rd of 1987. Jim McMahon. Can I finish, please? Then started a playoff game for the Buffalo Bills on January 2nd, 1999. It wasn't Jim McMahon. Well, that is correct. I'll, I'll give you another hint. Who was it? Uh, I'll give you two hints. Okay. One, I believe he's the last player to make a drop kick in an NFL game. Okay. No? Starting you guys, quarterback? You guys suck. Starting quarterback? Number two, Nugenics with Frank Thomas. Oh, the Doug Flutie. I knew, Doug that would get, I knew that would get it. Yeah. I just mentioned testosterone replacement. Yeah. That's all you needed. I love that commercial. He and Frank Thomas on the driving range. Yeah. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Can I say something about Doug Flutie? If Doug Flutie were playing today, he'd be a star. Doug Flutie was a great player. I like Doug He was a great Flutie. player. People didn't know how to use him. Today, with the shotguns all the time, the deeper drops, all the stuff, the way the game is modernized now, Doug Flutie would be a star. Yeah. Doug Flutie was... Boy, that game with Boston College against Miami, that pass. Doug Flutie had a cannon for an arm. He did. Doug Flutie was sort of like Kyler Murray before Kyler Murray. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Scrambling around like crazy. He had a great throwing motion, a great passer, great athlete. I'm just saying that if he were playing today, he would be a star. To close the show, did you see what Miles Garrett said today about his... Are you going to do weather? No, no weather day. Do you guys do weather every two minutes over there? Uh, every five minutes. Five minutes, great. Miles okay. Garrett, the great defensive player for the Browns. Guess what he said about Joe Flacco today? I'm hoping he doesn't expire before we get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons four to six on 1027 ESPN.